Welcome to a brand new episode of In The Mind. It is your host, Duke Devlin. Oh yeah, the captain. And I'm here writing solo on this one. And what you just heard right there is the theme song for Cody Rhodes. The American Nightmare Cody. The song is called Kingdom. How perfect is that? By Downstate. Now, folks, it's been a long hiatus because, well, I needed the time to rest. And also because I was just too busy to do anything. And uh, by the way, you hear some background noise because I have the TV on. Because I want to make this sound a little bit more entertaining. Give me a second, I'll take off my headphones. Alrighty, so here I am, folks. And well, why did I play that song? Well, because simple. Today, oh, t- today or tonight. Well, I'm trying to combine those two words together. Um, marks an anniversary. A one-year anniversary of the first ever episode of AEW Dynamite. And, well, for those of you who don't know, the date is October 2nd, 2020. And the first ever episode of AEW Dynamite was October 2nd, 2019, in Washington, D.C. And, yes, folks, I was there. I was there for the first ever episode. I wanted to be there. I wanted to be a part of it history and well i wasn't actually going to think about putting any episode but i was on uh instagram and i follow aew and a couple of aew wrestlers and they're all posting how it's a one-year anniversary of dynamite and how they were thanking all the fans and well i was uh i was like you know what this makes a perfect episode right all last minute on the spot type of thing and uh kind of want to talk about that night you know now of course, I am writing solo on this episode, but for the sake of the story, I actually had the co-host here, Razor, and he was actually with me and another friend of mine, and we went to the first ever episode of AEW Dynamite, which is, by the way, on TNT, Wednesday nights. Tune in. And, well, I just want to talk back about that, and I really briefly, I don't want to keep this too long because, you know, I can roll down memory lane, and, well... Just let's just take it back though from you know let's take it back to October second to twenty nineteen, and well, actually let's take it farther back. Let's actually take it farther back because the moment that you know AEW was born because AEW is like over a year old, like over a year old now. You know they're uh, creating pay per views. I think they're like two three pay per views in, and each one sold out. You know the wrestling world, wrestling fans who got sick and tired of the WWE product, um, and just wrestling fans in general, actually, like myself, uh, we were excited for um, AEW to have its first show, Dynamite. Not only that, though, because of the first ever show, but because it went back on TV, back on TNT. You know, that's the broadcast channel that WCW used to show on. You know, the Ted Turner used to have WCW. And, you know, some people were speculating, you know, if TNT was going to pick up AEW. And they did, you know, and... Trust me, as fans of the wrestling world, we were excited. Hell, they even put on their banner, you know, you know, uh, TNT, bringing back wrestling or bringing back wrestling home or whatever it was, you know. And, um, you know, came the next when and where the first ever episode was going to take place. And boy, shockingly enough, 
they picked Washington, D.C. And the moment, the moment that they announced it, I told Razor, bro, you're off on it. Okay, we got to look when the tickets go on sale. And we got to get those tickets because those sell out fast. Because I believe AEW had like three pay-per-views in. And each of those will sell out within three minutes. I think it all in actually sold out in, yeah, like three minutes or something. Um, it was like a record. And um, luckily, Razor had the day off of the day when the tickets were going to go on sale. And um, I remember telling him, bro, you're off. So we figured out the time when they would go on sale. And it was like actually 12 in the afternoon. And uh, I told him, dude. 11.55, you are going to be in front of that computer, ready to click for your tickets. And that's what he did. Come 12, boom, he got the tickets, sent me the picture confirmation, and boy, were we ready. We had three tickets, because I think his brother was going to come along or something, um, and then his brother couldn't make it. So we had three tickets, and it came down to two of my friends, and one who uh, loved wrestling, and we wanted him to bring him along, and another friend who has, uh, you know, who's new to the country and never um been to a live wrestling event you know he told he would he would tell us the stories of like how he would watch like uh tape recordings of old wwf show uh wrestling um shows and i thought you know what man let's take this guy man let's you know he's in america um you know let's uh let's have him start building memories here and let's take him to the first ever wrestling show live so he can experience it live and, you know, that was very important to me. I really wanted him to come for that. And, you know, thankfully he, he, he accepted and came with us. It was a last-minute thing, and I'm so glad that he was down for that. And we went down to uh, D.C., and, man, you know, when we went in, uh, the atmosphere was great. The fan base was great. You know, the merch, just seeing all the merch and how, uh, how – on, you know, how expensive they were, but sometimes you had to get something, you know. We all had to buy at least one freaking thing to commemorate the first ever TV, live TV of, of uh, AEW Dynamite. Um, I think Razor bought a sweater and a shirt or whatever. I bought myself an AEW shirt. I took, you know, a bit the bullet. It was a little pricey, but I was like, screw it. I'm here today. Make this shirt. Buy this shirt and keep it forever. And... When we sat down, man, you know, I'll be honest, though, we were in the nosebleeds. You know, my nose was bleeding on the way up, but I didn't care. Just being there, being in that atmosphere, just taking a look at that ring, you know, and um, there was just something that came over me, you know, me personally. I, you know, I was just like, I'm here, I'm watching this first ever, I'm part of, I'm being part of his, I'm you know, I'm taking my part in history. I'm seeing history in the making, you know, and it just takes me back. You know, it takes me back to when I was a younger kid and some of my friends would go to like the real wrestling. Uh, I'm to go see wrestling live, you know, and, you know, like their dads would take them or their brothers would take them or whatever. And, you know, I had to watch it on TV. So I never got a chance to go see live. Not even my favorite, none of my favorite wrestlers, you know, live. So it kind of sucked, but. You know, for me, it was a big deal to be there. You know what I'm saying? Man, I'm here. Obviously, it was like my 
second uh, no no it was actually my third trip to go watch an, uh, a wrestling event live the first two was with wwe but at that point it was like all right let's just go just for the sake of going but this is the first time i was actually excited i'm gonna go see wrestlers that i'm liking today like kenny omega adam page the young bucks scu um uh, uh we had the first ever women's championship uh match for for the women's title it was a uh, Nyla Rose, DC native, versus uh, Rio, and I was going for Rio because she was, you know, a little tiny Japanese girl and had skill, and everybody was going for her. So to see that live, to see the first ever women's champion, AEW women's champion, uh, be crowned that night, it was amazing. Yo, they tore it down. Oh, and of course, the GOAT, Chris Jericho, you know, with his inner circle, debut of the inner circle. Oh man, what was it the debut of? No, he just brought out Jake Hager that night, formerly known as Jack Swagger. Anyways, man, it was just hella fun, hella exciting. I was screaming from the top of my lungs. I lost, not I didn't lose my voice, but you know when you scream, your voice. Well, for me, my voice got a little deeper, like the bass would drop, and um, you know, it was just great an experience of just watching, you know, being there with my friends, and you know. Watching one of my friends who, for the first time, was experiencing a live match, just enjoying it and loving it. And, you know, he asked, when are they coming back to town? I was like, well, we don't know. We got to wait. You know, this is the first ever show. Um, we'll probably have to wait a year for the next time they come around to town. Unfortunately, 2020, here we are, COVID situations and whatever. But that's not the point. The point is that we were part of history. And I even told them that, guys, you know how big this is? We were here being part of history. And... To be honest, like, it meant more to me. Probably it was like whatever to them. Maybe I'm, I'm hoping it meant something to them. But for me, it meant a whole lot. Because years down the road, whether AEW succeeds in the future or not, I hope it does. Um, but seeing how WWE has that long history, that longevity, you know, they have those uh, historic moments. I hope that AEW has that too. But whenever I talk about the first ever AEW, I can always tell people I was there. I was there. I saw it live. I was a part of that. I was part of those screams. I was part of those cheers. I was a part of those boos. I was part of those awe-shocking moments. I was part of those losing my shit moments. You know, I was there. And I still have the shirt. Hopefully, I still maintain that shirt years down the road. Um, but I was just there, you know. that That's what it meant to me. And for my friend, I'm like, I hope it meant a lot for him to, like, you know, I went to this first ever wrestling show, and um, it's the beginning, basically. It's the beginning of, in my mind, more to come. You know, like, I want to get closer and closer and closer closer to the ring as much as I can each time I go. And uh, I hope that happens, and maybe one day get in the ring. Who knows? Uh, that's One can dream, right? I, I don't mind getting, like, suplexed or getting powerbombed. I just, I just want to be in that ring, you know. And at least just walk around and take a bump or jump off the top rope. Something, you know. Um, but, yeah, you know. And it's funny, too, because, you know, that night, you know, after the match happened, um, after all the matches happened, after the TV taping, um, SCU comes out. And SCU basically is a, is a team of three of Christopher Daniels, Scorpio Sky, and Frankie Kazarian. And, you know, SCU, their whole model is like, well, at that time, they were, 
they're the bad guys. And every time they would go to a town, their whole shtick was, this is the worst town I've ever been in. And what and they'll go about it. You know, they'll go whatever town or city is known for. This is the worst city I've ever been in, blah, blah, blah. Whatever they're known for, for like, I don't know. And then they'll talk about SCU because they're from SoCal. And um, anyways, at the end of the after at the end of the uh, live showing, they had uh, dark matches. You know, dark matches are matches that happen after the live show, after the live taping. And the reason why they have these dark matches is so they can have something to show next week, already like a pre-recorded match. And um, at the end of, at the end of all that, um, SCU came out, took the mic, and they talked about it. And literally what my whole theme that day was, we're going to be there. We're going to be a part of history. We're, you know, my thing is I'm going to be there. And I'm going to tell the, you know, friends, maybe kids, whatever. Um, I was there. And Lord and behold, they said that Frankie Kazarian, that's actually going to say that. Thank you guys for being here today. And first ever episode of AEW Dynamite. You know, this is history in the making. And for years to come, all of you can say that you were here, that you were part of history. And I'm like, yes. Right there, I felt that connection with them, you know, with the wrestlers. I felt a connection with Frankie Kazarian when he said it because that's what I've been saying the whole day for that, you know. And um, it just meant a lot to me, you know. Um, going through Instagram, Cody Rhodes, he wrote, uh, thank you to the fans worldwide, uh, new and old alike. Wrestling is back. Let's do the work. Let's keep going. Let's live forever. And I really do hope that AEW lives on forever, you know, because it's a great, it's a great company. It's a great wrestling promotion. It's a great wrestling show, you know. And like I always tell people, man, it's not about loyalty to a certain brand. It's just you have options, you know. You know, we all, you know, it's like soda, basically. You got Coke or Pepsi. You got Sprite. You got Mountain Dew. You got Dr. Pepper. You got Fanta. You know, you got varieties, you know, but it's all soda, right? A carbonated drink that you can drink, but you got all different brands of it. So it's the same thing about wrestling. Okay, if you're not a soda drinker, let's talk about booze. All right, it's the same thing. Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, Coronas, Heineken, Raging Bitch, whatever, right? If you don't want to talk about booze, you know what I'm talking about. Brands, you know, Nike, Adidas, Reebok. So the point is, I mean, this is, you know, all these things cannot have just one particular you know there can't be just one particular brand for a certain thing and so that's what i keep telling people you know it's not about loyalty to the wwe though wwe has been a big disappointment for the past few years at least for me that is um maybe like certain storylines that draw me in but not really gets my full attention but aew is where for me it's at because you got new faces new talent new creativity new storylines people coming up people you haven't seen before talent you haven't seen before and they just tear it down in the ring each and every single moment that they can you know what i mean despite that they may have chris jericho who was a wwe guy despite that they may have john moxie a guy who wwe guy the fact that they had cody a wwe guy the fact they had goldust a wwe guy you know the fact of the matter is you know it doesn't matter, you know, you're part of one brand, you're part of another. All that matters is what you do in your brand. And speaking on that, man, I want to talk about the American Nightmare Cody real briefly because that guy was a WWE guy. Um, he was an up-and-coming young guy. You know, he had his little moments here and there. The son of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. The brother of Goldust, Dustin Rhodes. And, um... You know, he was coming up, you know, and he had his moments. 
he was part of Legacy with Randy Orton and Teddy Biasi Jr. And um, later on, he became dashing Cody Rhodes. And then um, he became Stardust, where he started, like, basically doing, like, his, you know, his brother Dustin had the gold dust gimmick with the face paint and this, like, very leathery one onesie suit. And, you know, Stardust was a his tag team partner and, you know, so on, right? But never did I think that Cody was going to be a guy, like a top guy. Anyways, he left WWE. He took, you know, he took a gamble. And boy, was it a gamble that paid off, in my opinion. He took a gamble, went indie, you know, joined Bullet Club when Bullet Club was hot. And I even I'm like, what? And Cody, you know, joining Bullet Club? I don't see it, man. I don't see it with this guy. But boy, was I wrong. I'm glad I was wrong. There's a lot of people in this world who won't even say that. You know, they won't even admit that they were wrong. It takes They struggle to admit they were wrong. But it takes twice a man to say, I'm glad I was wrong. Because this man, he elevated himself to a status. And he showed not only to himself, to the wrestling um, base, but to everyone around the world that he is a guy. And he is a force to reckon with. Fast forward to AEW. You know, he, with the Young Bucks, decided to uh, come up with AEW. Met with Tony Khan owners of the Jacksonville Jaguars and um who was also a big wrestling fan and I'm so glad that he was or that he is and they put you know started concocting this form and came AEW and let me tell you something folks Cody is the freaking man he is my favorite wrestler today because this not only this guy ooze charisma and ooze passion and ooze wrestling he just man he's to me, he sounds like what most of us fans want to sound like in terms of taking a gamble, taking a chance, and believing yourself, reinventing yourself because you know you're better, you know you deserve better, you know you're you're meant for bigger and greater things, you know, and that's what he's doing. And he cuts out an amazing promo. He lives the uh, he lives that I don't know what I don't call it. I guess that. Uh, I, I guess that persona, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to say, but this guy is the man. And also, he's no, he's a VP. He's an executive VP along with the Bucks. And yet he's out there crushing it, you know. So I want to give a huge, huge shout-out to Cody on that. And um, keep killing the game, man. Keep killing the game. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's just an anniversary of the first ever AEW Dynamite. And there was a bunch of other matches that happened after that, you know, wonderful uh, showings of, you know, Wednesday nights. Um, and you get the chance to see other wrestlers come up, you know, like my favorite uh, women's wrestling uh, wrestler is uh, Sheeta. She is amazing. I, I'm a big fan of hers. I love her, if anything. And um, to me, she's the, well, she's proven that she is the top talent in the women's division of AEW. You know, you get to see the young bucks tear it down like they always do. But thankfully, I was introduced to private party, attack team, duo, uh, two guys, two young guys from New York. And man, I love their stuff, man. I love them, man. Like they're young guys, man. And I like to see that, you know, young, you know, literally young athletes trying to make it in, actually in a wrestling promotion and just tearing it down and making a market for themselves. You get to see the likes of, you know, uh, uh, Santana and Ortiz. Two Puerto Rican dudes, man. I love those guys, man. They're like tearing it down. They're always funny and but badasses in the ring. You got um 
Sammy Guevara, who I particularly don't really like the guy, but I can respect the guy that he is. The he's part of that future of, of wrestling. And, you know, Jericho took him under his wing. And um, then you got, like, the greatest heel right now, I think, in the wrestling business today, MJF. God, that guy is such a heel. Man, that guy is so entertaining. I love that guy, he, even though he might not love you. No, screw that. He'll tell you, I don't love you. I'm better than you. But that guy is so great. Um, just, you know, you name got Nyla Rose killing it. Uh, you name it. And you got all these young talent. Moxley comes out. Uh, Darby Allen. This guy's really cool. He's a, um, some skateboard. He's a skateboarder uh, with his, like, painted, painted, uh, with his face half painted. His style's great. Oh, man, the greatest, I think, right now, too. The most over the uh, put over uh, wrestler in AEW, the OC, Orange Cassidy, the king of sloth style. Just Google that guy. No, YouTube, Orange Cassidy. You'll figure out why we like this guy. But anyways, you know, just so many f other wrestlers and so many great matches, so many great rivalries and storylines that I'm so happy that AEW got a chance a year ago today um, to have their first live event on TV back on TNT and that I was able to be a part of that with my friends. You know, I have that in the memory, in the memory books and, um, I have a, a souvenir to remember that, but I have, still have the pictures on my phone. I have the video recordings on my phone. I look at that every now and then just to feel good, to remind myself of how happy I am. You know, sometimes when you're feeling down, you know, you got to look at things or remember things that make you happy. And one of those is just watching those uh, videos and looking at those pictures of the first ever AEW Dynamite. So, I just want to talk a little bit about that. And I know it's been a while since I posted an episode, but just understand with me, though. It's been busy, and um, it's been a long time, but it's been hella busy, and some changes are going to be coming up soon in my personal life. Fingers crossed everything goes well. Um, uh, you know, the Instagram page is still on. Um, you know, I still haven't really gotten to it, to be honest. Um, I'm actually on the fence now if I should even start that. And that comes on to what I may talk about in another episode, actually, where I want to have a heart-to-heart -heart with you guys. But that's another episode for another time. But right now we're talking about the one-year anniversary of AEW Dynamite. And um, all I can say is I was there. And a lot of people from the DMV were there. My friends were there. And I, knew, and I know people who were also there, too. And um, just glad we were a part of that. Got to see it. Got to witness it. And... We are forever marked in that moment in history. I mean, to be part of the first ever of something, that's major. That's huge. And so I'm very happy. I'm very proud to be in that, you know. And like I said, that that was so special to me and so special to a bunch of other people, you know, not just the wrestlers and, you know, people getting a job back like JR and Tony Schiavone. You know, there are voices of wrestling you know jr being the voice of wwf and tony shivani being the voice of wcw those two coming back together after years years of not working together back together again and um all i can say is once ever you know once 2020 we're once we're done with 2020 and get on to 2021 and hopefully covid gets his ass out the door um and things start coming back together we start going to live events you know cautiously safely of course Health is more important than anything else. Um, you know, but once they start figuring out some way to get together and AEW Dynamite comes around your town, I recommend getting tickets. Go for it. You know, go to an AEW show. You know, go to AEW Dynamite. Be part of their 
you know, of history for yourself, you know. And when it comes back to that, comes back to DC, you best believe that I'm gonna get tickets and go there again for round two. So, with that, folks, go ahead, Google AEW, Google AEW Dynamite, go to Instagram, go to Facebook, go to YouTube, watch some matches. They actually have uh, on Tuesdays, they have um, AEW Dark, which is live wrestling on YouTube. That's really great. That's huge, I think, you know. So, um, that gives you a chance to see all the wrestlers that you don't get to see on Wednesday nights live. It extends that for you, you know. It extends, it gives those wrestlers those exposures. Um, but anyways, folks, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up because I already got the timer ticking at me right now. It's trying to wrap me up like Dave Chappelle's skit. Like that. Yeah, I remember that Dave, Ch- Dave Chappelle's skit. Wrap it up. But anyways, on that, folks, thank you so much for listening to me for these, I guess for this half hour, ranting on about AEW Dynamite, little trip down memory road. It's been a while. I'm sorry, guys, but I miss y'all. I hope y'all missed me. If y'all didn't, whatever. But on that, let's take it back. Cody Rhodes.